Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Joining us here on the SDCCU Fan Hotline is Will Leitch, MLB com- columnist and contributing editor for New York Magazine. Will, how are you doing today? Thanks for coming. In. Thanks for calling in. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. I hope everyone's uh, doing all right over there. We're hanging. We in are. There. We are. Things are starting to open back up as it is across the rest of the country. Uh, you wrote an article, uh, an article today, about what sports leagues need to answer uh, now in order to start their seasons or resume their seasons. Uh, what are your thoughts on on how sports leagues have uh, have handled it thus far? Yeah, you know they've actually. Uh, maybe a little bit more aggressive than I would have thought. I kind, you know, I, I, I which I'm not even necessarily saying it's a bad thing, but certainly, uh, you know, they they clearly have seen uh, a lot of urgency in this in ways that, uh, frankly, I think they've benefited a lot. What I guess benefit is the correct word, but uh, by a lot of the governors that are opening up their states more regularly. You know, I think now a lot of states are starting to opening up, open up more. But at first. You know, it was Georgia, where I am, and like Colorado and a couple other places, and they were legitimately talking about playing all their games there if they had to or moving their teams around. Uh, and I, I think that, you know, they are seeing an opportunity to try to fit this in uh, uh, while they can. And uh, there's a lot of things that we might have assumed would be the case three months ago that we might not now. Like, for example, you know, the NBA famously shut down when one player tested positive for the coronavirus. I'm not necessarily certain a league would do that right now. Uh, if, 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 they were, if their season started, I'm not sure if there were one player that tested positive, they would immediately shut it down. Uh, I'll put it this way. If, they, if that is the case, they definitely shouldn't even bother because, because I think that the, the odds of that happening are probably pretty high. So they're being aggressive about it. I think, uh, frankly, I'm not sure there's anyone more with more urgency about it than baseball because you know, every sport has a ticking clock. But really, no sport has more of a ticking clock than, than baseball does right now. Will, uh, you talk a little bit about uh, – let's stick with baseball for just a second. And obviously, uh, already, uh, you know, the, the owners have approved the plan to get baseball back underway. The players are probably going to balk at the plan to get baseball back underway under the current uh, way it's uh, aligned. Uh, most people out there are going to think it's because of greed and money. Um, but I, I think that – Greed and money aside, even if they're able to work on all those things, it's going to be very difficult for baseball or for anybody to convince all of these players that they're going to be safe and protected to go out and play. Don't don't you think that is something that, with the information we have right now, is kind of a kind of a pretty big stumbling point? Yeah, you know, I, I think we've probably talked about it, but uh, Sean Doolittle, the pitcher for the 
the Nationals had a very, I think, kind of eloquent and intelligent Twitter thread about this the other day, about how, listen, everyone is excited for baseball to be back and the, the possibility of baseball being back. And also, I do think Major League Baseball had to kind of start moving now on this, even with still a lot of questions in the air, because if you're going to get a season in, you kind of do need to start around the 4th of July to get a half season in, uh, theoretically. Yeah. And so you have to at least kind of start thinking about it now, even if not all of those questions have been answered. What I find interesting is it's one thing to say, you know what, we haven't figured out all of this yet. And, and uh, there's things we're going to put in place to help to, to work on safety and do the best we can. And here's, here's our plan. They haven't figured all that out. And I, under, I actually kind of understand that that's not all been nailed down yet. Right. However, when you add that then to, oh, also you have to agree to, uh, we, uh, the owners say that you players have to agree to our terms on this when, you know, not for nothing, but the owners are the ones up in the luxury box watching the game socially distanced from everyone while the players actually have to be the ones that go out and play it. And I think that, you know, I think that the players – uh, I do think it was probably some savvy PR on the sake of the owners. I've actually heard uh, the way the the stories came out yesterday about this for my friends that don't follow sports that closely and came to me and said, "Hey, it looks like baseball is coming back. That's great news." Mm-hmm. And not that you know that because that was the way it was the story kind of came out as opposed to now yeah. the players have to approve this plan. Like there's assumption that it's happening. The the owners have kind of put the onus on the players to say, oh, well, if you don't want baseball, you won't agree to this. Well, why, why don't you want baseball? What do you want to take this away from America for? <laughs> right. And so I think that's it's kind of unfair. Like It's pretty unfair, but, you know, that is also how business tends to work <laughs> in this country. Uh, if I'm the players, you know, I think uh, my arguments would be threefold uh, about this, which is, one, the obvious safety aspect, which I think is the biggest aspect, particularly because not all of that's nailed down. Also, the idea that you know, they did actually come to an agreement. One of the reasons that the draft is only five rounds this year is because at the beginning of the pandemic, the players came to an agreement with the owners with the understanding that this was the deal. Now the, the owners are trying to come back and saying because there's, there likely will not be fans at the game, then they should have to give up less revenue, which on is not what they agreed on. So I can right. understand players' view on that. And also, I, I think that maybe even a large issue, and I think the probably the largest philosophical issue is, sure, baseball is going to have decreased revenues this year, which is why they're going to the players and saying they should take less money. It is worth noting that the last couple of years, baseball has had higher revenues than uh, what was expected. And I couldn't help but notice that they did not actually pass that savings along to the players. So I think that uh, I, I have to say, if I were if I were a player, those would be three pretty strong arguments. The owners, however, would put the argument of the one they're doing, which is basically, wait, I'm sorry, you don't want to play baseball because you have to, here's our plan to put it together. So it right. feels like, these are not insurmountable issues. It feels like you should be able to figure out something. But listen, you know, you guys are in baseball. I'm in baseball. Everyone's been kind of worried about after 2021, right, when the CPA right. is up. It felt like right. there was com- combativeness coming up. Kind of looks like we're getting a year, a preview of it, a little year-and-a-half early version, except there's like three weeks to figure it out. And also, it's hard to come up. I'll put it this way. Baseball is often – a lot of people accuse baseball of shooting itself in the foot sometimes and getting in its own way. I cannot think of an act that would be more self-destructive <laughs> for baseball than to actually yeah. be able to get everything back. And, then, and the science works out okay, and people want it. People obviously clearly desperately want it. They get it all set up to go, and then they can't come to a financial agreement, and it doesn't happen. That is – the ramifications of that for baseball, I think, are, are pretty terrifying in both the short and the long term. 
Yeah, everything you just said, Will, is I think it, it has been done in a purposeful fashion, right? The leakage of, of how it was presented to the people and forcing the players into a box almost to kind of have to, 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 to fight this out in a public really form in which this should be done behind closed doors. But that doesn't we'll, – we'll leave that for these next couple of weeks to see how things shake out. But I totally agree with you. Um, in terms of what that was in the proposal, in terms of the actual baseball product, um, how exciting do you think potentially this season could be with 82 games plus the two playoff teams that are added to each league? Oh yeah, I, th- I think if it happens, it will be really fun. I think yeah. the idea of having every game, you know, basically every game be worth two games is. I mean, but to, yeah. but to find a point, like every game is like a, every game you lose is a doubleheader sweep, <laughs> is the way to, to think of it that way, and that is exciting. And with that extra team, it does not only does it bring something exciting to the table, it also brings like. Hey, for crying out loud, if you're, I mean, in 80 games, who knows what can happen? Like a team could, we've had teams win 83 games and sneak in the playoffs and win the World Series. Imagine what can happen if you cut the number of games in half uh, on that. You know, to me, if that happens, everybody's in this, right? Like if there's an extra wildcard team, I mean, maybe the Orioles or Tigers, maybe not. But other than that, it feels like every team in baseball is like there's the old joke about baseball that like listen if you put the Orioles against say the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Astros in a seven game series the Orioles would probably win that 15 to 16 percent of the time maybe a little bit more just because baseball is what it is imagine that going in like basically a tournament type atmosphere it's very exciting and you know you think of the opportunities that happen it, it would be fun. And I also think, too, because so much of it would happen regionally because the East would play against the East and the Central gets the Central, West against the West. That just intensifies it even, even more because you're always seeing divisional games. Uh, to me, I think it would be a blast. I think it would be a really, really fun thing. Uh, but, again, I, I know we talked about the labor issues a little bit. Not like even if they get the labor issues figured out, there's a lot of balls in the air on this. There is. They have they have to decide that. Like that is a legitimate question that we don't currently have the answer to. Two two key questions. One, if a player tests positive, is it all over? Are we done? Are we just dropping it right there? Or do you quarantine the player? Quarantine the team? Do they have to skip a week? Dr. Fauci was talking to Peter King about the NFL and said if four players tested positive on a Saturday night. The team might not be able to play for a couple of weeks. How do you deal with that in the middle of the season? Like, there's a lot of questions that, and two, you know, the idea, like what you talked about earlier, what if a player says, you know what, I'm immunocompromised or I I live with my elderly parents and I don't want to do anything to put them in danger. If they say, I don't feel comfortable playing, how does that work? (laughs) How does that work? How does their contract work? Now, that's a question for kind of all American workers right now and a lot of places Mm -hmm. that are coming back to work. But uh, certainly in a in a public high profile fashion like this, it's a huge, huge question for baseball. I think yeah. I saw twenty two teams. If we were to apply this format to last year, around the same uh, about seventy two games, ten games left, twenty two teams would have been in the thick of having a chance to get to the playoffs. That's that's the ultimate goal for for Major League Baseball is to have that many teams involved in it at the end. That'd be cool. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's enough games. To where it feels like it, we'll never consider this like full canon all the way through. Like I, 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 some counting numbers will all be a little skewed from this year, but 81 games is enough that if you play 80 games and have a playoffs and crown a World Series, 
I think it counts. Like I don't think I don't think it will feel yeah. fake. It reminds me a little bit of uh, the of the '99 NBA season when the Knicks and the and the Spurs played in that Spurs, final, yeah. and, and it was kind of this fluke. The Knicks were an eight were an eight seed, but it was enough of a season to where if they don't won the title, trust me, they would have had a parade on the Kenyans over Heroes in New York. <laughs> like it still counts, you know. So I, eighty games feels again. It will always there's always going to be an asterisk on this season in baseball and football and every single sport that's going on. There's going to be an asterisk on this season in America. Like everything about this year feels like a little off, and I think we'll always kind of remain off in, in a difficult time. But I think 80 games is enough to say, yep, you know what, this is enough to, to, to feel like it's a, you have a legitimate championship champion if you get there. If you get down to like 50 games, then it starts to feel like a little league tournament or like a double elimination tournament. Right, then right. If, you, if you're going to get that low, you might as well just have like a March Madness exhibition bracket sort of thing. <laughs> but 80 games to me, it seems just about enough to, to make it real. Will Leitch, uh, great stuff, uh, MLB uh, insider and uh, also an editor for New uh, for the uh, New Yorker, uh, New York Magazine, joining us here on uh, the SDCCU Fan Hotline. Will, appreciate the time. Uh, real quick, just get your thoughts on The Last Dance, and uh, have you learned anything interesting in that that uh, you didn't know before, or has it just been fun to kind of sit back and reminisce? Uh, it, it's been certainly an enjoyable watch. I will confess uh, – if I were going to win uh, multiple titles with a teammate of a superstar, I think I would enjoy doing it more with LeBron than I would enjoy doing it with Michael Jordan. I think uh, whatever your thoughts, uh, I will say that uh, Michael Jordan is certainly an all-time champion. But that great quote at the end of the last episode, he's like, I'm sorry, this is the only way I know how to do it. I'm just trying to win championships. I have to be a jerk. That's how you win championships. And there's like, Literally dozens of superstars be like, actually, there's other ways to win championships other than to punching your teammates. So, like, it's very, it, I certainly, it's fun to see Jordan and to watch. I, you know, I was in college in Illinois during that time. So to see all of that old footage is really, really wonderful. I'm not sure I've gotten a lot of insight into Jordan other than I maybe enjoy him more as a player than as, like, say, a roommate. I think Michael Jordan would be a tough roommate. Yeah. See, I think the opposite. I think I would enjoy much more as a roommate as you opposed do. to being as a teammate. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I definitely don't want to be a teammate. I, I think I would just rather have played in a different era entirely, too, one, too one way or the other. A, a teammate or an opponent, neither seems very fun. No, no doubt about it. Will, we appreciate you coming on, spending some time with us, man. We're gonna let you get out of here, and uh, hopefully, when we talk again, we'll have some baseball to talk about. That sounds wonderful. Uh, stay safe, guys. Thanks for having me. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.